How goes it? It's James here with another edition of Stafford Speak, a new podcast for the county town. Apologies for the delay in this week's episode. I spent a few days out of the area. Have I missed much? Drive-by shootings, Storm Brian. But anyway, here we are. Again, many thanks indeed for all your listens. I sincerely hope you're enjoying what you're hearing. The title of this week's episode is The North-South Divide. I'll explain why in a moment, but to begin with, aren't you as sick as me as explaining to people who don't know where Stafford is? I tend to say between Birmingham and Manchester. I mean, I know I should say between Birmingham and Stoke, but a few weird people out there might not even know where that is. I bet they think it's up north, but we're neither north nor south, are we? We're in the Midlands, of course, as in the middle, M-I-D-D-L-E. To be exact, the market square is found at grid reference SJ921233. Feel free to look that one up later. Anyway, dear listeners, I digress. Uh, This week's title is because of a car park. It's 232 miles long. It's called the M6. It's a magical piece of 1950s engineering that runs parallel to our lovely little town. The observant ones amongst us will be aware that it does indeed go north and south. But this podcast is called the North-South Divide because of Stafford Services. Oh, motorway services, don't you just love them? Those soulless places where you answer the call of nature, buy a six-pack of donuts for the journey and get sticky fingers all over the dashboard or begrudgingly spend £7 on a bottle of screenwash. If you ask me, they're all hellholes, but for reasons unknown, the lovely people at Transport Focus have compiled a list, naming the best and shaming the worst service stations in England. Where do you think we came? Have a think. Remember, this is Stafford we're talking about, of course. Drum roll. Second worst. Only lowly Heston services on the eastbound M4 are worse than Stafford South. Almost 9,000 people took part in the survey, rating things like friendliness of staff, food available, and most importantly, the toilets. I've never been to Stafford South services. I mean, why would I? Why would you? You know, only if I was that hungry, I was going to collapse and die, or if I was going to catastrophically crap my pants after eating half a dozen Krispy Kremes, would I feel the need to pull over four miles from home? So, I can't comment on this, but obviously I trust the reviews of 8,700 strangers on a survey carried out by a watchdog I didn't know existed 24 hours ago. Well, I'm not actually telling the whole short story here. Whilst only 70% of visitors were happy with their visit to Stafford South, Six lanes across the motorway, a whopping 90% of users at Stafford North expressed their satisfaction. I wonder why the contrast. Do people perhaps prefer Burger King to McDonald's? The North has M&S food, whilst the South can only boast a phone bits mobile phone shop. Maybe people like putting BP fuel in their cars rather than Esso. I mean, there can't really be that much of a class or demographic difference on travellers on opposite sides of the carriageway, can there? Anyway, that's another claim to fame. Nope, the town's got second worst motorway services in the UK. We'll add that to our Hall of Fame, shall we? But you know what? It's got me thinking. It's got me thinking. How happy are you with Stafford's shopping experience? Now, there's a can of worms, isn't there? Despite the news that Stafford's ranking in the UK digital influence is up 97 places to 23rd, party around my house later to celebrate that one, it's been another gloomy week for our beleaguered high street with the news that three businesses in the towns were clothing. Greenwood's Clothes, My Bell's Cafe, which I think's mysteriously shut its doors this week. Let me know if I'm wrong on that one. I hope I am. And get this, Starbucks. Yes, 
for reasons unknown, the multinational coffee powerhouse has decided to leave the county town. Don't worry, there's still about 50 other cafes you can get your caffeine fix at. Wonder how long that shop will stay empty for. Oh, that's a deep cut though, but it's true, isn't it? There's three things we're all pissed off about here in Stafford. Number one, the hospital. Number two, the traffic. This week with Western Road closed, of course. Traffic bad tonight. And number three, how much of a ghost town the town centre is becoming. Recent figures from people called the local data company show that 19%, in, in old money, that's about one in five shops are sitting empty. Can you believe that? I'm not picking on anywhere in particular, but I'm going to use a case study. I'm going to use the Guildhall Shopping Centre, okay? It's just not what it used to be, is it? I mean, unless you're going to Poundland or Claire's Accessories, you just don't bother going in. Now, I'm not picking on the centre or anybody involved in it at all. After all, they didn't turn around to each other at a meeting and say, hey, let's be crap. And to be honest, a lot of the reasons why the centre now resembles the set of a zombie apocalypse film are out of their control. For example, national change like Index and JJB Sports going bust. Do you remember those? But the figures don't lie. Footfall has fallen by about 10% to 98,000 people a week. You know what, that sounds a lot to me, maybe to you too. I mean, after all, that's the population of Watford passing through its doors every seven days. But what do I know? Centre bosses have vowed to turn the tide, but when shops like Wallace and Topshop move out and you replace them with Yours Ladies and another independent card shop, that's like George Clooney cancelling a date with you and then Jim Davidson saying he's free that night. I'm gonna be snickering you tonight. But hats off to them for fighting the good fight because none of us want to see that decline any further. They're due to spend half a million pounds on tarting up the centre, including new LED lights and higher ceilings. Yep, that'll help. So, apart from the high street change going bust, what could possibly be the reason for the Guildhall's decline? Hmm, well, a new £100 million complex might have something to do with it. You don't really need reminding that the uh, eagerly awaiting Riverside Shopping Centre opened last August, arrived in the town last August. I mean, can you believe it's already been over a year? And like the Pied Piper, the big names followed suit. Primark, H&M, New Look were some of the first shops there exciting our shoppers. I lived in Yorkshire until April this year and when I came back, boom, there it was. Of course, I had a look around, as I would do. It was lovely and shiny, and as of yet, nobody had scribbled any profanities on the walls. But, you know, I just said about you, but I can't get my bearings there. It's been just me, or does it, does it not feel like Stafford? Change scares me. In my mind, there's still a row of terraced houses where Costa Coffee is, and Staffordshire Place is a car park. The Express and Star ran an online poll asking, has the Riverside development been good for Stafford? Almost 450 people, including myself, cast their vote and marginally agreed. 56% to 44%, yes, that it has been. I should point out, though, that the majority of Express and Star readers live in crapper towns and hours and actively plan days out here. And, you know, I can agree with the result to some extent. I mean, the 44,000 square foot M&S, for example, has created 50 jobs and the town's elderly and retired are now basking in a 110-seater cafe. On the other end of the scale, the youth of today now have an exciting new Nando's restaurant where they can go on first dates and eat as much peri-peri chicken as they want, just as long as they're back home by 10pm. And I'm delighted there's an extra 1,000 car parking spaces next door to all this because I'm a lazy, lazy man. 
And apparently there's a lot of other lazy people too in the town because Staffordshire Police have this week announced that there's a £100 fine now for anybody caught driving their car through the town centre. This comes as a bit of a shock to me. I mean, I've got to confess, I didn't have any idea. You couldn't drive down Millbank. That's the one with the coaching horses and Stafford Bulty on it. So unless you're having a vindaloo or planning on a bit of uh, drink driving, you're going to get done. I've checked it out on Google Maps and lo and behold, there are no entry signs on that roundabout, you know, the one near Lloyd's Pharmacy. So, to clarify, can't, sorry, also drive down south walls along the side of RBS, but you can nip down Mill Street and along Bridge Street past Casa. So feel free to send me that £100 I've just saved you. Checks payable to James at Stafford Speak. Talking of Bridge Street, hey, somebody's got it. Have you checked out how the new cinema's coming along? Oh, sorry, should I say a luxury cinema? That's because apparently our 800-seater cinema is actually only going to be 400 seats. Bosses at Odeon have been calling it a luxury venue, so what the hell does that mean? Replacing the pick-and-mix with lobster and steak tartare, or having an attendant handing out hot towels in the bogs? No, in our look, the only luxury we'll see is a luxury price. Well, we don't have long to wait. It's on course to be completed on time. That's the summer of next year, apparently. But they've gone public, so we all know what that means. A new six-screen cinema for Stafford, coming spring 2019. I tell you what, though, the poor people over the road at our existing cinema won't want them to be in any rush, will they? How demoralising must that be, walking past that every day to work, watching it rise up? Talk about rubbing it in. They must really think the whole world's against them too when Councillor Chris Barron, whose ward the town centre is, said The new cinema has got to be good for the town. I know we have a cinema already, but in comparison it's small and limited to what they can put on. Wowzer. I'll tell you what, you might not know it, but the landmark building actually went up for sale in December. £750,000? Well, I can buy a piece of Stafford history. I mean, just think of all the smooches on the back row. Oh, actually, now I think you can keep that. But if that's a bit steep for you, you can always rent the building for a mere £6,500 a month. I mean, I've got no idea what you can do with a former three-screen cinema, but I've got to love this line from the estate agent. Get their optimism here. The building would be suitable for a wide variety of alternate commercial purposes, subject to the appropriate planning concerns and might be of particular interest to licensed and leisure operators given its proximity to similar locations. <gasps> I'm not a betting man, but in a year's time, if that place is up and running again as an alternative commercial purpose, I'll buy you all a drink in the swamp. Okay, that was a bit of a, a blockbuster <laughs> digression, wasn't it? But if you're feeling slightly peckish after your film, you won't have to waddle far to grab a bite to eat at one of Stafford's many supermarkets. We've got no overnight A&E, but we'll soon have two Aldis. Hey, don't get me wrong, I love Aldi. It's the only place you can go in for a pint of milk and come out with an angle grinder or a birdhouse. But no, seriously, everybody, this made the papers. The lovely people, again, at local data company, did some more research over the last financial year and found out that Stafford has a population of just under 8,500 people per supermarket or discount store, and that's the lowest across the county and the whole black country. Oh, I just love living in such a well-catered-for town. The council stressed the rise in smaller and more local stores is responsible, saying we have a huge choice from discount to high-end stores. High-end? Excluding Sainsbury's, what high-end supermarkets do we have? I mean, I think they've got us confused with Litchfield or Utoxida with their waitroses. 
But thank your lucky stars you don't live in Woodford Green in London. According to the same study, that apparently has almost one million people per supermarket. Hmm, imagine the queues at that till. I'll tell you where there are queues in Stafford, and I'm not talking about Weatherspoons or the Job Centre or cash converters even. I'm talking about Queen Shopping, you know, that, that retail park off Queensville. I drove past it on Sunday and my God, it looked like the queue for refunds at a Monarch Airlines check-in desk. It seems Staffordian loved the choice of shops and ample parking and retailers seem to be targeting it too. The site's attracting new stores like HomeSense. I don't know what that was, but think of it as like a bigger version of the upstairs at TK Maxx. They opened in the summer creating 45 jobs, but be warned, in the run up to Christmas, this place will be busier than a mosquito on a nudist beach. Okay, I think that's enough Stafford speak for now. I'll be back soon with more ramblings, but until then, thanks for listening.